is podcast 69, correct? 69. 69. 69. Nice. Hey guys, and welcome to a cast of salt, the first cast of salt for the year for the for decade the, for the decade <laughs> god i and hate that joke already i don't know i don't know how we did this but i think the planets aligned this was meant to be <laughs> it was do you know what cast this is it's our 69th know. cast this which is, is what podcast. that's the sex number isn't it being 69 it's the guys. sex number adam Six, you're ruining it you're ruining 69. it <laughs> <laughs> um, <Fuck>. so, <laughs> so we're, all we have to do now is keep podcasting until we hit 420 and then we're yeah, all good and we're then done. we're good then we're we done. can retire then yeah. we're done damn mission, mission accomplished <laughs> so we'll see you guys in 10 years Jesus anyway <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us um, hope you've all had a fantastic Christmas New Year's the whole shebang with family and friends and loved ones um, I know we have um, yes. so <laughs> thanks for joining us again for our the usual casts. Hopefully, we'll be able to get back into our usual swing of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but as per usual, um, check out some of our other stuff on YouTube. Um, if you have any feedback, any comments, just chuck them into the comments on the videos or jump onto our Discord. Let us know what you think, feel, and if there's any topics you want to discuss. The whole usual kind of rigmarole. Um, but yeah, good to see you guys again. We are planning, I should say as well, mm. we are planning on doing a shake-up with the channel. Yeesh. What that shake-up is, we don't know yet, <laughs> but we are planning but something. But it's coming. We you are know, talking about doing something. And a- Adam, you're not supposed to announce things before we actually have a plan. It doesn't yeah. matter, we're doing it live. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. God. So, how's everybody been? How, R- Carl, Adam, what's new with you guys? Well, I've been on a real ho- long holiday, Ew, which has been good. pretty good. Uh, I got some new games for Christmas and I've actually had time to play them. Oh my so how God. how good is that? So what <laughs> so have you been playing? I've been playing uh, Jedi Fallen Order, which nice. I got for PC, which I got for oh. PC and I've been playing Link's Awakening oh, cool. for Switch. Nice. Which I got for Christmas. And has Link's all... Awakening been fun? Yeah, it has. It's, um, it, it, the, uh, the, the, frame rate, the frame rate problems are real, but, oh, really? it's, no, but it's not really... Isn't that a single player enough. experience? Yeah. Then how is the frame rate... <laughs> I was like... Can't you just test that? Like, I don't understand why that stuff happens in a single-player experience. I, I don't like, know. They haven't patched it. It is noticeable, but it's still enjoyable. Okay, great. Yeah, that's good. Then also Jedi Fallen Order. Now, so now I finished that mm. recently. Um, game's good. That game's uh, one of my favorite games um, last year. Actually, you know, you said it was buggy as hell and you had a bunch of texture problems. It's real stable on PC. Oh, well, really? And yeah. the thing is, they've been patching the crap out of it over okay. the last couple of months. Okay, cool. So, so I finished introduced... it immediately and went, yeah, I'm done with yeah, this now. I've played it. <laughs> same here. Yeah, it's a good game. I don't think it's a revolutionary game. It's no, not, it's not. It's not my game of the year, but it's, it's fun. It's, good. it's up it's there good. for me. It's just simply because it's a fun Star Wars story. It's It, it's, it fits the genre. It's yeah. like... It is, it is actually my game of the year in yeah. terms of what I played. There you go. Because... It's just um, a fun experience. For most of the year, I was doing a lot of Overwatch, Apex Legends, that kind of stuff. Mm. And then to, like I just got over all of that. And then it was when um, Fallen Order came out. I was like, I want to kind of really get back into single player focus, like story focus kind of thing. And I absolutely love that. So for me, that was correct. Okay, mm. quickly, Bin. Yes. What have you been up to and um, holiday highlights and your favorite game of the year? Yeah, you already so, said Fallen Order. I already hey. said Fallen Order, favorite game of the year. Um, one frustration for me has been over the last couple of months, let's say even the last year, I've been trying to find a new, a good driving game. Driving games are not a thing or not, yeah. not the type that I'm looking for. So right now you've got all the Forza Horizons and all that. But I'm a need for speed, man. Hyper realistic. 
Yes, and that's what I'm looking for. But which is kind of like in it straddles a weird line of being realistic, but also being like not realistic. It's, oh, it's at all. Yeah, yeah. So you've like, got it's realistic not how you drive cars, a car, but, but it's like a realistic <laughs> setting. Yeah. So like you've got all the dirt and rally games. Yeah, which is like the, I don't sim- want any almost, of that. Almost verging into a simulation. Simulator. Yeah. Not and quite, I, I do not want that almost. because I nah. So, um, so Forza, Forza is similar, is it? Oh, it uh, it's getting re- more not, so. It's, it's getting more technical. They 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 really emphasize the technical aspect. Yeah. Right. So you it's, need, it's not like I can press A to handbrake and just fucking slide around. Smash turn. into the okay. wall. Right. Like you, you destroy yourself. <laughs> With Need for Speed, you can literally take a corner by smashing into a wall. And yes, just yes. Grinding <laughs> around the side. Yeah, whatever. So, so, so like you cannot. So what you're looking for is an arcade racer. An arcade racer. So yeah. like Underground. driver as well. Yeah. And, so, so F zero, F zero. Yeah. My favorite Need for Speed are like um, Underground, Underground, um, um, Hot Pursuit, Hot Pursuit, and oh, freaking um, Most Wanted. Most yeah, Wanted, yeah. so yeah. good. And yeah. those are my, those are fantastic. The ones where I the love cops those chase ones. you all the time. Yes. <laughs> they're the best ones. But then and Smash the most shoot. recent ones, there's like on the like the Run and Fast and Furious, had something one. like that. Like there's a couple of recent ones where it's like trying to tell a story. And I'm just like, I Shut don't. The fuck up. I don't care for the story right now. I don't need this world building. I just want to race stupid fast cars, and that's it. And it's just been frustrating because I downloaded another Need for Speed recently. I think it's the most recent one. And I was just like, eh. I played through this, the first mission. I was just like, eh, this stop is why. Talking. This is why F Zero X talking. for the Nintendo 64 is the best arcade racer of all time. <laughs> no story, <laughs> just no race. bullshit. Yes, just uh, just, race. just just 60 frames of speed. Uh, <laughs> But right now, I'm really just looking for another single-player-focused, story-based game where it's just like, I don't give a shit about beating other people. I just want to play this game and enjoy the game. Like, another Fallen Order. So that's 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 me. Yes. Um, yeah. Me, very quickly, um, you know, didn't do too much um, during the holidays. Uh, went to Melbourne for a bit, which was a lot of fun. And I ran D and D for Leah's family. That was very enjoyable for me. <laughs> it was good. Right. Like, it how was it? How was it? Players plans? hated it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he was just happy. No, they had a good time. They had a good time. Um, yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun. So our our like a little holiday day, like where we exchanged like late Christmas presents and did all mm. that stuff. It was actually D and D themed. So everyone like dressed up as their characters. Nice. It was really funny. Yeah, that really was cool. so cool. But yeah, um, and favorite game of the year, um, I think. So the best game of the year, it, for for me was Secure. Mm. That the the like technically the best game for me was definitely Secure. Um, there was a r- lot of really good honorable mentions though for me playing. Um, Fallen Order was mm. probably my favorite game. I think. Um, just in the amount of fun that I had. Mm. I'm a massive Star Wars fan. Yeah. Anyway, so we're going to talk about news now. Yeah. Oh, we've been, so recording time, 40 minutes. Probably won't all make it into the final episode, but yes. So first episode, first first thing Topic. of the news that we have, we have a fair bit of news to cover, but more, more just like let's have a talk about it and let's have a laugh about it because yes. some of it already has, you know... 2020 hasn't been great. We nearly went into World War Three. <laughs> yeah, we nearly went to war with Iran. Our country is burning. Our country is on World fire. World War Three. Yep. It's not great. It's not great. <laughs> but video game news has been quite fun, quite spicy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, um, Carl, do you want to take us away with the? Uh, do you want to do Smash Brothers? Yeah, we'll, we'll start with that. So, yeah. so, so, Super Smash Brothers first season of DLC is finally come to a conclusion with its last character, and it is drum roll, please. 
Uh, by Leth from Fire Emblem Three Houses. Oh. <laughs> Sakurai says you're going to get another Fire Emblem protagonist, and you're going to love it. Like eat this protagonist. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Have it so, and love it. I love this so much. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I laughed so hard when I saw the announcement. I like cackled. I was like. The unfiltered rage yeah. <laughs> of people. So good. So, so <laughs> I, like, I mean, like, sure, I would have preferred somebody else, but this is fine. It's fine. It's a fine yeah. character. <laughs> well, this is to be fine. honest, we, like, the thing is, when people were saying, when we were talking about who's going to be, I, I said, well, as much as we're making fun of Fire Emblem, like, Three Houses was one of the best... Fire Emblem, also one of my favourite games of last year. Mm. Fire Emblem is a fucking fantastic game. And I think, in, in, for me personally, it is my favourite entry in the series. Yeah, there you go. it is yep. really good. It is really fun. Um, and but it's just it's just funny because after everybody, like, it'd be insane if they didn't if they put in all the fire emblems and then they and then and they, this paid, one out. they paid tribute to Crom, which I was like, Crom should have been in the last one. Mm. He should have been in four because that's yeah. when Awakening came should, out. Should have been in four instead that, of Roy. That exactly. I was like, four. He should have been in four. Um, yeah. Where where I was like, well, now they put Crom in, and I'm like, well, and then Three Houses came out. I was like, well, I th- I think they, they should put Three Houses I in because Three they, Houses is really good. No, but- I think they learned from that though, because if like you the yeah. the interview you shared with us about it, he was talking about how he played an early release of Three Houses in order to get a grasp of Violet of of the characters and everything. Yeah, in order to then say, okay, well, we want to put this character into yeah. this game, so. Like that, those kind of things have they to overlap they as don't well. Line all the time. So I, I can I can understand from their perspective why it's Man. as much as you want to be like, yeah, this character got released. Here you go, smash. It's it's not always that straightforward. But, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try and play devil's advocate here for a minute and mm. try and understand why people are so salty about it. Yes. I think it comes down to this: Smash Brothers is one of the only games around today well, it's not the only one but it's probably the most high profile one that's pushing the whole video game crossover aspect hard. Mm. yes mm. you know uh, characters from all different franchises um, some new some old mm. it's so, the biggest one for sure yeah, the other one the other one from especially in fighting games is um, Blaze Blue Cross Tag yeah. which is a lot of, a lot um, of crossover I know. that's mainly the anime sphere yeah. and not yeah. the yeah. fighting games uh, previously Soul Calibur did a fair bit of that as well or it tried to anyway yeah. um, so yeah, a couple of and, yeah but this yeah. is like the, the, this is the biggest one this is the yeah, biggest the one biggest and one. this is the and, and, and the highest pro- profile crossovers yes mm. and, well, mm. and the other thing games. and the other thing is this seems to be the one that has no barriers yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. It's in like the, in any, that it's sort of like previously every character is free game. Like yeah, previously like in other crossovers they were like, well, we're not going to be able to get Nintendo characters in, or we're not going to be able to get Square characters in, or we're mm. not going to be able to, you know, get the, these are crossing get, companies, get, not just being like, oh, Nintendo, what IP do we have? Yeah, yeah. or what what third party developers can we reach out to to bring their stuff in? They're like, hey, we. We um well even the costumes is a good idea example where they're like hey we really liked Undertale well, let's just reach out to Toby Fox and see if we can get a Sansa character mm. yeah but it's like, like yep cool same with um yeah, yeah. but but my thing about yeah. Smash is like the thing that where it's it's that feeling that anything is possible yes. that I think is mm. key here yeah yes. it's like they got they got Cloud they got Terry and everyone's like <laughs> oh my god they yeah. got they got Mega Man Ryu and Ken yeah you yeah. know they got everything yeah they, so. Yes, uh, you're absolutely yeah. right. Because yeah. again, following our chat yeah. on Discord, one of the main things people were like, oh, I'm really keen for, I'm really keen for, I would love it if it was this. It was like Dante yeah. from Devil May Cry. It's yeah. just like, it, it makes sense too. Yeah, yeah, the character exactly makes sense right. to being in Smash. So, 
fits thematically. It's like, you're, I think yeah. you're spot on in that sense of going, people were so hyped for it to be like, what could it possibly be? It can be anything. One of my favorite tweets was, Dante, <laughs> sit this one out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and, so, and so the frustration comes from, yes, it could be anything. Okay, it's more of the same. Exactly. <laughs> rather than, rather cool. than being some crazy ass crossover that nobody ever could have predicted or is fulfilling somebody's wish for 10, 20 years. Yeah. It's an, yet another Fire yes, Emblem character, another which will probably Emblem. play really well. So, and it has its, and they have their own fans that they that that'll be yeah, happy for. Yeah, us, I love Fire Emblem, and that's, it's perhaps the lost crossover potential that I think may yes. be causing the salt. But here. to your yeah, point yeah, of yeah, saying yeah, sure. they play really well, I think that's a dr- major driving factor to it as well. And I, I think we've it talked about this before. Exactly. So Fire Emblem characters are fantastic for Smash mm-hmm. because a lot of them are sword characters. All of them are sword characters, <laughs> and their characters, their abilities, their moves kind of just fits that model very well. Mm. So, for example, bringing Ryu in, it's like they had to f- work it. And, and we have to, be like, we to, have to put their normal inputs, which is all really cool stuff, but that takes a lot of like... So they have to work really hard to make Ryu fit. Well, like, we bringing in another Fire Emblem character, it they can be like, yes, yeah, sure, we have to do some work and we have to pick someone. And, and in with this one, they've introduced some new mechanics And same it, with like characters which is really like cool. Robin. They've got yeah. Lauren has a unique moveset A lot of them have like Differences so, from But it's simpler I think from a development perspective yes. To bring these Fire Emblem characters in so perhaps, Rather than this new Random yeah, yeah. And so as well Then perhaps, the, the, perhaps then The development time that they Maybe saved Bringing in another Fire Emblem character Allowed them to make Banjo jo- and Kazooie jo- Joker and yes. Terry so, yeah. Such wild characters Exactly yeah, Potentially exactly. So I, I, I think all of those Sorts of things Play into it um, so hopefully next season you see but some amazingly more crazy though. Characters. So so that was all extremely funny to me. <laughs> I fucking loved it. Even when when they did a whole the whole interview in the press con like the whole interview with Sakurai afterwards, and he like goes into what is Fire Emblem? Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> everyone knows. Everyone knows what Fire Emblem is. Hey. It was so funny. You, you, I was like, are we fucking? There was you, a great tweet from um, a fantastic like a. Uh, uh, what, basically, what is, news, what is, like, news Twitter account called Nibble. What what is Fire Emblem? If you're if you're yeah. up, if you're up watching the Smash Direct, if you're invested enough to be watching the Smash Direct, where they you, already have, you fucking know <laughs> what Fire Emblem is. How many like six Fire Emblem characters? There was, there was a yeah. fantastic screen someone got, and this is are we really doing this? Right now? <laughs> and it was like the screen of what is Fire Emblem? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, in this sacrifice credit, he went through and he went through like he explained this, the story, the, this like yeah, the core, the original games. And interestingly enough, I never even pieces together. He explained why every every single um smash, uh, sorry, fire emblem character minus one, and I couldn't remember which one it was, has a counter attack. They all and yeah, the reason every being, fire emblem. Yeah, and the reason being is actually a story one is because. The way that Fire Emblem works, obviously, is that when you attack an, an enemy unit, um, you attack first, but then the other enemy always attacks back. There's yeah, always yeah, an exchange yeah, of attacks. Yeah. He's like, that's why. It's like, because it fits the theme of the game. They yeah. all have They all should they have all counters counter. because yeah. they all have that in, in, in the game. game. Yeah. And I was like, huh, that's a... R- I never fucking thought of that. That's clever. I never realized. I just thought, well, they're swords, so the, it makes sense if you can parry and riposte. Like, yeah, that makes but sense. No, but no, it's, it but relates no, to the mechanics. Yeah, it relates to the in-game mechanics. So even if your character doesn't have a sword or doesn't have a weapon, you would parry. Mm. Like they would. Oh, Robin is the character. I yeah, realize, like Robin is the mm. character that doesn't have one. Even though he still has the. Oh, he has the mad. Yeah, yeah, magic he's got whatever. his own yeah. things. But yes, 
Yeah, I thought it was really interesting. But um, and there's also a great meme as well because he 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 does a challenge that he poses on himself of trying to name all seventeen Fire Emblem games. Right. And he's counting on his hands as he does it, and he counts in one hand, and then explains to everyone, "Oh, I'm actually counting in binary." And then t- it takes like a few minutes to stop what he's doing, talking about Bath and Fire Emblem and Smash Brothers to explain how to, to count tell in binary. everyone how they can count in binary on their hand. And I was like, what the fuck? And then in, at one point, which is a great image they captured where he's literally flipping the camera off oh. because he, the, the, the method of counting on your hands in binary, you, one number is a position where your thumb is out and your middle, and your finger, middle is finger, finger is out. He just flips the camera off immediately. <laughs> and it's like, everyone's like, screenshot. <laughs> Saving that, we now have it as an emoji. On yeah, it's now an emoji on, on our Discord. Discord. Um, so there's that. But, the Sakurai yeah, emoji, <laughs> fantastic. But yeah, so honestly, I think the character would be fun. Honestly, from Three Houses, I was kind of a little bit disappointed with Byleth. I was just like, that's not well, the character saw, you would have. When picked. I saw the move set, now like, cool, you've got all of the the ancient weapons. So the, their gimmick is to switch, switch out, out weapons and stuff each, like that. Like each cardinal direction is actually. A, a weapon swap and I was mm. like okay that's cool that makes the character way more like versatile varied. yeah um yeah I was like that that sounds like fun and but but yeah. if, but my main thing was I was just like Byleth is like the the very traditional even more so than usual um silent protagonist who says fucking nothing yeah. and has no personality that's yeah. actually a story point in the game yeah he has not got a personality <laughs> so even even in that's that introduction legitimately a thing that they say of he is a void of personality and i was like why bring him in then yeah like, i was like there, there are so there are really cool characters in three houses and i'm like bring one of them in bring edelgard in what the fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> any of them but then thinking about it from <laughs> a smash perspective do you need personality like no but like it's more fun to bring the thing is like my so i was more on the train of getting Adel guardian mm. again spoilers for three three houses you should have played it by now games over about a year old now um Edelgard, one of the leaders that you can pick to be the teacher of their faction mm. is the bad guy at yeah, the end or right. she's not the main main bad guy but, but she's a bad guy she's one of the central bad guys. Mm. She will betray she you. She will betray you. Or maybe not, because if you get if you're Depending with her house, you can join her instead. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Ooh, fun. Yeah. You can just join her. Okay, cool. But but the thing is I was like, but she also um instead of like the sword characters, she wields an axe. Mm. And when she's a student, she's not wearing her full armor, so she's quite like nimble. Nimble. And, but like an axe wielder. Mm. And then when she's in the fit when the game has a time skip forward and everyone it's is, fighting, is fighting amongst themselves, mm. she is like an armored knight. Mm. So she's just a huge Tanky. tank, mm. and she's got this huge fuck off her axe. And I was like, that'd be uh, my my thought was like, okay, cool. So you could even have you could have an axe wielding character, which is different from all the sword characters we've had so far. Yeah. And then we could also have like a function of like a form change mechanics Similar where she to, goes oh. into like tank mode do you know what i'm thinking axe, huge armor and i was like that would be fucking great that'd Re- be a lot of fun remember previous incarnations of samus and zero suit samus yes where they were the one character yes well, it, be, it could be something similar to that where it's just like the only problem with that was that switching between them was such a gigantic it was a big armor. thing it was a it was like you had to use your smash you had to use your final smash yeah and then your suit would crumble oh, oh yeah. no no no, no I, it I, wouldn't be something like yeah. that but that, that was just what, the concept what, that popped think, into my like, mind what you're thinking more zelda and cheek 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or Zelda sort of Sheik, thing. or even, or even if you want to tie it to something like Joker's or, Bar or something like or, that, yeah. or, where she turns into her armored mode and she is roughly the same speed, but she's just a fucking just tank, tank yeah. and makes her yeah. and just dishes um, shit out. Has has super armor. That's fine. Like, yeah. and I was like, these are all cool mechanics, and I'm like, we get bath, and I'm like. <laughs> no, like, no, it was just a little bit, a bit of a like, letdown. A, a bit of a you letdown. You could have picked a character with a bit more flavor, yeah. than than the typical, than the typical sword. So dude. wait until uh, anyway. wait until character number five, season two, but and it'll be Violet again. Season <laughs> two though is going to be fucking cool because originally I think people were going to be really disappointed when they were like, "This is the last slot, mm. and that's it." Yeah, that's it. And you're like, Violet, that's the last character in Smash Brothers. And now they're like, "Hey, season two, and everyone's like, "Oh, okay. well, that's pretty good." <laughs> okay, <laughs> we we got more, we got more characters coming. No. And it's so, all good. So, so, see, so am... when season three? I mean, honestly, if they never stop releasing characters, I don't give a shit. Fine, whatever. Yeah, I, they could release characters. It has that potential, I think, right? Like, I think the, the roster can is, just keep growing. I don't think they're gonna be looking to release another Smash Brothers game. No. I don't think. I think this is it, and they're gonna keep on. And like when the Switch Two comes out or whatever new hardware they're doing, they're just gonna re-release. Smash Brothers yeah. Ultimate mm. with the new roster. Smash Brothers Plus Ultimate. You just buy the <laughs> game. Ultra. You'll buy you the game just... and it'll come with all the original, all the original DLC original... characters. Yeah. And then they'll, and then do they'll start season. doing another yeah. season. Yeah. Like, I'm not surprised if they just keep this game going forever. And there's yeah. like 400 characters in it. Like a pro- That's a bit of an extension. But like... no, no, it's not too crazy. <laughs> the league already <laughs> has like close to 200. So. They'll just keep adding characters. They, they actually have a little over 100. <laughs> league yeah. of Legends. Smash Brothers X. League of Legends. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> They're all um, in. They're all in. Everybody's in. No. So, so as, as to your point, like I, I 100% on board with that. Oh, I could have been a better character, but I do like the concept of what yeah. they've put in. And I'm interested to see how Violet plays. Also, I really like playing Fire Emblem characters. Mm. Like generally, like I think however I play Smash Brothers, like suits Fire Emblem characters. Yeah. So I'm like, Cool. This I works don't know a character I'll probably be good at, yeah. so I'm fine. I, I, I'm, I'm uh, looking forward to like trying out the vi- versatility of the different weapons, yeah. just because like for for me, it's a fun. versatile character is my go-to. Yes. Um. So like giving me another versatile character is I'm, I'm, might be a bin yeah. character. Yeah. Might, could yeah. be. Yeah. Could be. So yeah, we go. So yeah. Um. We will actually, and this is I think. Oh, you might as well say we are going to try and start streaming more in 2020 as well. So, and one of the things we we're talking about is like, what games could we stream? Smash is definitely one of them because it's a game we all play. All we the time, all the goddamn, all the time. time. Even when we just hang out after usually recording this podcast, we usually just go and just play Smash Bros. <laughs> with each other. So I was like, "Why don't we just record I that mean, and put that up? We're, we're, we're playing it. We might might as well we're, we're already doing it. Yeah, but yeah. So we'll um. So you might be able to see Stay us tuned. a bit more and our terrible Smash antics. We'll see what happens. We'll give it a try. If we're if it turns out well enough, we'll start sharing out the links and and whatnot. Yeah, absolutely. So, anyway, moving on. Moving on. We got more news. So, uh, Pokemon. More Nintendo. So Pokemon came out end of last year. It was a pretty good game. It was good. Okay. Everyone was like, oh, st- boycott Sword and Shield. Game's fine. Game is probably <laughs> one of the better games. To be honest, better than Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Better than Sun Moon. Like, to me, it's one of the best. It's the best game that I've played since X and Y. And X and Y, like, on are refle- fucking great. Are good, but on reflection, they weren't. I don't know anything special. The yeah. online system made X and Y special. Yeah, okay, that's okay. That 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 the I'll ease give of you. playing with each other made X and Y really special. That I'll give you. But anyway, the game itself is fine. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, where, 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 and where, Team Flair, come on. Anyway, where was I going with this? Yeah, Sword and Shield plot makes no goddamn sense, but the game's still fine. <laughs> In previous years and generations, they have released like an upgraded version 
of previous games. Yes. You had uh, Pokemon Yellow, Pokemon Crystal, Pokemon Emerald, Pokemon Platinum, Pokemon Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. So there's a few games that I am not sure about um, because I haven't played all the Pokemon games. Yeah. I've not played all of them. Um, I was the classic fan who went Generation 1, Generation 2 as a child and then didn't play any of them ever again until X and Y came out, basically. Yeah. And was like, okay. So... And played every game since. So, short So short recap. Generations 1 through 4, they released a third version. Well, Yellow... I remember Yellow, because yeah. I owned Yellow. Yeah. I did not have Red or Blue, I had Yellow. Yeah. Mm. But Yellow was a... Yellow was different to Red and Blue. Yes, it was. Because Yellow was like, we are following the anime. And Pikachu will follow you. And he gets special bonuses. And they change events that happen in Red and Blue... Specifically to match, to match what, happens what happens in the anime. In the yeah, so, so they definitely change shit. So in a similar yeah. vein, uh, there was a third version for Generation 2 as well, Pokemon Crystal. Yes. Mm. It, did, it wasn't... In, it, the, these versions didn't necessarily follow the anime, but they all changed the plot slightly and expanded things. Okay. Right. So you had uh, Crystal, Emerald, and Platinum. Mm. Right. Generations 1 through 4. Yeah. Yep. Uh, in Generation 5, you had Black 2, White 2, which rather than being... A like a third rather than being a third version, they were a sequel. Same world, same map, different story. Mm. Different oh, Pokemon. okay, right, yeah. right. Okay, oh. yeah. I never even actually yeah. realized that because yeah. I I've okay. fallen off yeah. the wagon a little yeah. while. Same, but yeah. same map, different story. It's a completely different completely story. different plot. Oh, really? It's, like okay. direct sequel plot. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I know that was like Black Two, White Two. That yeah. was like a continuation. Yeah. Mm. But that's that. They were new games. They weren't like just were they the were they the actual expansion for black and white? Well, if you want to call... You, you it's, can. You want, it's hard to draw lines It's hard point. to draw a line because they were separate games. Mm. Um, they had the same Pokedex, but like more more, more characters like actually in the in the initial story. Right, right. okay. Um, was it the same story? But it, no, it wasn't the same story. So you, you're starting like, again. Di- yeah, different, yeah, different, different character. Kid. Different character, different plot. Like okay. it's like a time skip. Okay. Right. Time skip forward. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right, okay. okay. So uh, is, Generation it, 6 mm. didn't have it. Okay. Just, which is X and Y. Yeah, just absent. Didn't have it. Yeah, they just had X and Y, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. They'd mm. like, yeah. Everyone was like, when, when's Z coming out? Yeah. And they were like, it didn't. Nope. Didn't come <laughs> out. Generation 7 had Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, which were which instead of having a combined version with a different plot, they had the two same versions again with a slightly different plot and more characters. Okay. It was really weird. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I shouldn't have bought that game. <laughs> I should not Mistakes have bought that one. Mistakes were made. Yeah. I thought it would be different. It was not. It was not. <laughs> no, okay, so here's the thing about Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. It is different, but most of the differences show up late in the plot. Right. So okay. if you start playing it expecting a different game, you're going to be sorely, disapp- sorely right. disappointed unless you stick with it. Right. So what is the what is the change at the end? Um, so the, I only know the plot from Sun and Moon. Uh, the villain's different. Oh, who's the villain? Necrozma. Okay, but yeah. like she, I don't think she yeah. is a character. It, no, it's it's a Pokemon. Oh, it's a Pokemon. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> We're both yeah. like, okay. Yeah. But it's, it's, cool. still, it's still the the, the, the same human characters. Are they same, still the same, bad guys? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Same human That's characters. Unfortunate. They're still the bad guys, but rather than like going, like, rather than escaping to Ultra World and going all weird, yeah. um. They uh, should I just spoil it? Yes. Who cares? Okay. Like, this game's old. Okay. No one yeah. okay. cares about okay. Sun Moon or Ultra okay. Sun Moon anymore. Moosamin, instead yeah. of going into the and, Ultra and, and merging with, with the Ultra Pokemon, Beast, which I thought was kind of cool. She I was get, like, I'm okay with this. She she goes in. She goes in after Necrozma, but gets defeated by it, and then you have to go and bail her out. Oh, so she yeah. turns good in the end. That's right. 
Oh, I think she kind of turns good at the end of Sun and Moon as well. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Fair enough. There you go. And is then, that it? Is that yeah, literally? And well, yeah. And then there's like you've got like a pair of like aliens from ultra space following you around since the start of the game and battling you every once in a while. Yes, really. It's really strange. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it seems really weird. <laughs> oh god. And then after after the game's over, you've got like a you've got the Team Rainbow Rocket scenario, which is where Team Rocket's back and they've got all the villains from all the previous games, and you have to go fight them. Team Rainbow Rocket. That's right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, wow. it seems like I don't know, and you, and you have to go fight <laughs> cool. them, which is um, and which was ended up being a lot less interesting than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So anyway, so that's my that's my three years late review of uh, Pokemon Ultra Sun and Moon. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, I because I, I only just finished it just before Sword and Shield came out. I was like, I got to finish this before the next one comes out. Right, like, you know, I, I gave up. Business. I didn't play post game of Sun. I was like, I'm done. Yeah. Um, anyway, so anyway, yeah. so, that, wow. so that, yeah, but that so is that is the con. This is that is the system that they do now for um, for DLC and addition. Mm. Yeah, so, so it re-release the same game. So so previously, if you wanted to shit. get if you wanted to get the DLC, you'd have to buy an entirely new game and you'd have to start from scratch every mm. time. You know, yes, it's not really. It, which led to a lot of people just being all like, "I'm not going to buy these games." I'm just going to buy the expanded the version when second it comes version. out. Yeah, I'm just going to mm. not buy Sun and Moon and yeah. wait till the inevitable. Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Yeah. Mm. By them. So, yeah. So, this time, things are different. Nintendo is joining us in the year of... In the... the in the 20th year of 2020. 2020. <laughs> and they're going to release actual DLC. Okay. For, Sun, for Short Sword and Shield. So, yes. question around the whole DLC aspect of it versus a second game. is: Do you think it's because of the change of hardware? Is it because they moved away from the I think 3DS that- hand uh, handheld Game Boy sort of a thing. I mean, the Switch is still handheld, but it's more a console. No, because more 3DS home- games definitely had DLC, they- like Smash Four. Yeah, yeah. So th- don't get me wrong. I understand that 3DS has had DLCs to begin with, so it's always possible. But like but large additions to story where memory is, and and it's more thing. viable now than it would have been previously. I don't think it, I, I I don't think it's any less viable. I think it's just Nintendo just being like, really hey. being really advanced in other areas and mm. really behind the well, times. Well, potentially, in if okay. you're saying that people weren't buying those those bu- the buying original ones, mm. maybe they just thought we want people to buy these games. Mm. We should. And we, we should just streamline everything. You so know, now that I think of it, we should look up what the sales numbers were for Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Comparative while, while Adam to does, Sun and Moon. While Adam, compared to Sun and Moon, because mm. I have a sneaking suspicion they did not sell well. <laughs> um, while Adam does that, I'll explain what's happening. So mm. a DLC like Season Pass has just has been released. You can buy it right now if yep. you want to. I did. Wait, I did because I'm a consumer whore. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, I can tell you right now. Yeah. So Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Yep. Um, sold 8 million copies yep. by the end of 2018. Yep. And then... Pokemon Sun and Moon mm. sold over 16 million copies worldwide. So yeah, basically okay. every... 50% of the people returned the, and bought the second... Bought the expansion. The yeah. expansion version. Which is not bad. Which is not bad, but... But it's not... It's not saying, hey, every... Like, the thing is, if they get to just... They cut the price down, basically... Yeah. But they only have to put DLC out. They don't have to re-release the whole game, including it's going to cost them less. Including mm. making cartridges, shipping them out, and doing all that shit. Putting out DLC instead of spending sixty bucks, spend thirty bucks, 
and then hopefully everyone that bought, bought yeah, the buy so sword shield that, gets it instead yeah. of fifty percent buys yeah. the new. Yeah, I cartridge. think I think there's going to be quite a large conversion rate. Yeah. on I think on I think it's DLC. them maximizing their profits by saying, listen, we cut down on all of these physical things that we have to pay for for releasing a new game, mm. and we can just release DLC and. And the conversion rate is going to be higher with DLC than it will be yeah. for. So, any, be so anyway, so so you buy you so you buy the season pass and you get yep. two to, two bits of DLC. One is called the Isle of Armor. Yes, which comes out in June. It annoys me that Armor is not spelt the British way because the game is spelt in the game is set in Pokemon Britain and the game Armor is spelt without a fucking U. And I was like, come on. <laughs> anyway, moving that on. That is the perfect opportunity to lean into the Britishness. Cal- just, calm down. <laughs> Spelling's important. <laughs> and, the, another, and the second expansion, the Crown Tundra, comes out yes. later in the year. Yes. Uh, so like towards, an, the, towards the end of the year, I believe. They've got an Isle and a Tundra. Yeah. Yep. So, it and looks fun. Both, okay. both of the expansions. Well, the first one actually contains a new rival for you, Ooh. depending on which version you have. Yeah. Uh, there are um, they, they they released concept art of Is them. Is it Gary Oak? It's not Gary. <laughs> neither, neither of them are Gary. Neither of them are red either. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. I'm kind of okay with that. To be totally honest. Yeah. No. <laughs> new, I don't need no. To new characters. The uh, both zones will. I'm not sure what. I'm not sure how they're gonna like continue it because most pe- most people that have just been playing the game now have all their Pokemon close to level 100. So I'm not sure what the what the level it's going to be pitched at. Yeah. You know? That's interesting. Yeah. How are they going to do that? How are they going to manage but, that? Yeah, but anyway, so... They're, all Pokemon there are level 100. You're like... <gasps> well, that would like, no, no, well, they'll, probably, they'll probably pitch it similar to Wild Area. Everything's yeah. around the 60, 65 area. Yeah. We'll maybe s- 70. And we'll then they're like, if you guys want to fucking stomp through it, go for it. Yeah. If you want to challenge yourself. And s- well, anyway, anyway. Mm, so, mm, yeah. So, new, so new, new fights, new challenges, new Pokemon. Each of them is going to bring it back... New cre- new additions to the Galar decks. Yes. So new, uh, po- brand so, new Pokemon. Well, not not brand new Pokemon, but like old returning Pokemon. But there also yeah. are brand new. Yes, there are new Galarian there forms are coming. New Galarian forms of Pokemon, though. There are some brand new Pokemon and some new legendaries and some new legendaries. So cool. uh, new new outfits for your character, which I was I was really excited for actually. <laughs> I, I love it, man. They're, I love dress my character. I fucking gonna, love they're it. They're gonna finally Sounds let fun. you change your riding outfit. Which yes, is amazing. God. I hated that riding outfit so much. And I'm just like, oh, God, thank you. Um, you look so like yeah, a motocross rider, and I was totally down with that. So, yeah, so it looks... I don't know. They, they, look, sol- they look solid to me. Yeah, they look good. Okay, so I want to talk about the fan reaction to this. Because there was definitely two camps immediately. I, most of the coverage I saw was pretty pretty positive. Pretty positive. And I'm also on that. Yeah. Thing. I think this is good. I think it's a good move forward. And honestly, it means I pay 30 bucks instead of having to pay... Like 60 bucks 60, or generally bucks. me paying zero dollars because i don't i <laughs> i always buy one pokemon in the in the series and i'm done i yeah. don't buy two versions i don't buy i've never gone and be like i'm gonna buy sun and moon i'm gonna buy sword and shield i only ever buy one of them and i yeah i know carl, <laughs> carl does not yeah and, not I, only, one, and I only ever yeah. buy the one game in that i don't go oh well i bought gold i bought gold so i'll go buy platinum now mm. no i'm like i play gold i'm good i'm done i'm done so, like, so generally they wouldn't see another dollar out of me. But now they're like, now the they're DLC. now I'm now I'm someone that they're going to get money from that they yeah. wouldn't previously. Yep. Yeah, yep. They're going to exactly. get an extra thirty bucks. There you go. <clears throat> but um, but and I think that's good. Um, but there have been some reactions that I've seen of people being like, "Oh my god, 
they're releasing deal. Oh my god, they're going AAA and they're releasing DLC and they've 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 fallen in there. And someone literally started Spoiler making alert. shots of like Game Freak and the EA and Game Freak was the EA logo. And I was like, ha ha, very funny. But seriously, guys, you were paying another sixty dollars or sometimes a hundred and twenty dollars for two new games. Yeah, yeah. When they came out, what the fuck are you talking about? Okay, so <laughs> that's, that's thirty dollars or even. Even if you bought both games and you want DLC for both, $60 instead of the equivalent $120. Yeah. I was like, I don't understand what you're complaining about. Did they say all. they've gone AAA? Did they actually say that? Because well, like, like, like... The AAA industry like kind of like... They've always been AAA. <laughs> I know. Tri- like, well, funnily enough, Game Freak doesn't actually have a lot of employees. So mm, they're yeah. like... They're famously like... They act like a much smaller Small studio. Small indie developer. Compassion. Small, not indie smaller developer. studio that makes they the are most a, money. They are a small <laughs> studio know, right? that makes a huge conversion on the money. Yeah. yeah. Okay, um, fair enough. But they're like, oh, they're going with the AAA practices. Yeah, no, yeah, and I'm no. like... Yeah, but in this way, it's the best way of like, here is a thing you can buy as an add-on for 30 bucks. Like, or people are just selling... They cut all the Pokemon out and now they're just going to sell them back to us. One, if you do not buy the DLC... You still get access. Your decks will still be updated. Right. So okay. Any of the new Pokemon, you'll still get them. Someone, you can't catch them. Right. Because they're only in the areas that of the DLC. Of the DLC areas. Right. However, if I buy the DLC and I catch a new Galarian version of a Pokemon, or I catch, or I catch one of the new returning ones that have come back, I can just give that to Binyamin and he mm. doesn't have the DLC, and that's fine. Works for that's me. That's totally okay. So you know, I was like, I don't. So. Obviously, people the, the Pokemon community is massive, and people are going to be setting these things up. Mm. So if you don't want the DLC, you will still be able to get your returning characters. Yeah, for nothing. Now, people and I don't. I'm like, and I don't understand what they want. What you want? From well, it's it's because they want to be angry. Well, it's because they're wrong. Yeah, they're, 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 just, they're just straight wrong. Pokemon has been doing DLC since 1995 or whenever the original one came out. But not, it used to cost what? double. Exactly. Yeah. Like, so it's like. Come I'm, okay. I'm okay. I'm okay with this. Just, they're just straight wrong. <laughs> I was like, I don't understand. Um, yeah, and we can and we can debate. But people we... also want to be angry because, like, Sword and Shield. Mm. People were up, still upset about a lot of decisions made in Sword and Shield, and so they want to continue to be upset. So if there's if there's something, they're always going to see the DLC in the worst possible light yeah. because that's like, the way they're already if... looking at it. This game is bad. So the DLC has to also be bad. Like, if you're already upset about something, you're always going to find it's problems. It's going to be hard to be yeah. change your mind. Yeah. And, like and we can we can have a debate about whether DLC should be something that is always, like, something that should have been planned around originally or whether it should always be extra and they, the game should be complete in the first place. Yeah, We can, we can have that debate. But unfortunately, um, the people that said that the game should be complete originally kind of lost at least five years ago. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> well, the, the, the thing is, though, like, I think a lot of this discussion is around saying, well, whoa, why couldn't have we had these areas to begin with? Well, we could have, but then the game's going to take longer. And as we've discussed on previous podcasts, when a Pokemon game comes out, there's a lot more than just the game. It's not just the game. The anime, yeah. the merchandising, the other 75% of Pokemon of company's business yeah. has to come out alongside the game because the game is the flagship even though it makes the smallest portion of their revenue but mm. it's still the flagship it's still what kicks yeah. everything off it still off. has to be what kicks the new generation off yeah so but like, if, yeah if it doesn't come out you're not going to be able to sell your new your new starter plushies you're not going to be able to launch the anime you're not going to be able to have your happy meal tie-ins or whatever yeah. you know so they're like the game's coming out 
Like yeah. that, De- deal with it. That and that's Hang it. tight, and you'll get some DLCs for the rest of the game. Yeah, and and so you say, well, why can't the DLCs be free then? Because the, th- the and the question is, is Sword and Shield a complete game on its own right now? If you bought the game and there was no DLC and you were not expecting DLC, would you play through the game and be like, okay, I'm I got done. my yeah. 50, 60 hours of Pokemon. That was worth my sixty dollars I paid for it. I'd be happy with it. I'd still think that the plot was a hot mess, but I'd be happy. With but it. you'd be like, but yeah. it's fine. But that's the, that's that's when you are asking, with should they be planning around DLCs or should this game be standalone and then DLC when, adds more? When you see bullshit like fifty percent of a game, mm. and then they're like the rest is DLC you pay for. You're like, so I've already yeah. paid my money. Man. Yeah. So so my point yeah. here is, um, DLCs are fine, and. It can be the, the the overarching story can tie DLCs into it. It can be like, oh, we're building this story, but the last ten percent is DLC or whatever. That's fine as long as that ninety percent is satisfactory to say for people that don't want a DLC. If they can finish that ninety percent and be like, yeah, I'm done. I've yeah. I've heard my story. I've I've experienced this story. Then that's fine. Yeah. But if you okay. get to that ninety percent and you just go, oh no, like the game's just stopped. Like literally, you still have the final boss to go, but you literally can't go any further. That's bullshit. Yeah. But if yeah. you've yeah. completed the story, then, then that's whatever the else they plan into the DLCs yeah. is is up to them. It, that... Which is which is fine because that's a normal game development cycle, and mm. if they want to keep their developers working on the project after the game is released, well, that's going to have to be money somewhere. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So you're gonna have to pay for it. Which is fine, but the difference is rushing a game out the door, which we've seen a lot, the AAA industry do a lot, and they're like, people don't like this game, this game is broken, doesn't really work, and then they spend a few months trying to bug fix everything, then they release paid DLC, and you're Mm. like, the game barely fucking works. Yeah. Why am I... Cough, Fallout 76, Why am I paying more money? (laughs) Why am I paying a premium subscription of $100 a year to play a game that does not work? US dollars a year. Yeah. Like, why would I do that? So, it, it, like, those those things is where shit gets really scummy. We're, we're not mm. going to get into Fallout 76 Obviously. again. No, 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 no. But it is an interesting case. No, but. <laughs> it is an interesting case where, where it's obvious that Bethesda planned their next three years around, around this game. Yeah. Because they're like, because what do we do? It, like, it came out and it was dog shit and they've just forced it anyway. Yeah, mm. they're like, we're yeah. going to keep ramming this down people's throats until yeah. they play it. Um, mm. But yes, so... Like, I don't know. I see this thing as a good move from Nintendo. From Nintendo's perspective. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Game Freak, rather. I think we'll oh. see a lot of cool new content. I think when we, we'll sl- slowly getting the Pokemon back, whether or not the this was planned to get returning Pokemon back in the game or whether that this is a response to being like, we were just going to put some new Galarian forms in, but we're going to have to... Bring other things. Or those new ones. Those old yeah, ones, yeah, yeah. Or it could be that the original plan was not to cut the decks. They ran into development difficulties. And, they went, and this is, and this is their way to, to deal with it. This is just going to have to be introduced through the DLC. Yeah. yeah. And then and then that also makes sense of why they say, well, also, if you just if you get someone with the DLC to catch them, they can just share them around. They can share it with you. That's yeah. fine. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. Then yeah. that might be a way of them being like, okay, so the moral we're not really charging for that. Kind of. We kind of are, but not really. So the moral of just the story is just you. enjoy the game. Stop complaining about any yeah, the, the little bits and pieces. It's, yeah. it's a game. And just really have fun with like, it. And someone was like, because I, I did see a news article that were like, well, really, if you want to get all the DLC, um, your combined total of spending money of uh, of all the Pokemon games and DLCs would be 180 US dollars. That's a, that's a fair bit of money. Mm. And I'm like, yeah. But old model, 
would be more because mm. you're still paying like because that was none of the assumption you've bought sun you've bought sword you've bought shield and you're buying the dlc for both yes right right yeah it's it, that's 180 bucks it's a little disappointing to me that you have to buy you can't just buy a season pass and it unlocks any game any pokemon game that you put into the it is because that means like for carl you'd have to buy the dlc twice well i haven't bought the i haven't bought sword yet oh i thought you bought sword and shield no, oh, no, no, just just shield, just okay. okay. So just shield, and I think I'll probably keep it that way because you're and, like I don't want yeah, it. <laughs> I, 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 but I might borrow sword off you so I can get a, a Zassian. The, what you're missing, yeah, <laughs> yeah sure, <laughs> yeah. So like, there's so the interesting thing here is there there are many options for you to experience this game how you want. Yeah. You don't have to buy both games. You can no. buy one game. You don't have to get the DLCs. You can. Play well, without. well, that's the thing. You don't like, have to spend one hundred and eighty dollars on everything. But the thing yeah. is, under the old system of Sword and Shield of um, Sun and Moon, if you calculated that, you'd be spending sixty dollars on Sun, sixty dollars on Moon, one hundred and twenty dollars, okay. and then you'd be spending more, so you'd be paying two hundred forty dollars for everything. Okay, so let, okay, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Still- let's step back a little like, bit. Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon were the first time that they'd done two two split. second versions. Previously, it would just it be would the only one. the one second version. Right. So, so people, people, what people were actually expecting was that there would be an expanded version and called like Pokemon Stars or something like that. Yeah, but it didn't happen that way. Right. Right. Okay. So, okay. So let's take it back to, um, uh, like, Omega uh, Ruby, Ruby, em- Ruby Sapphire and Emerald. Yeah. So you sixty dollars for Ruby. Yep. Sixty dollars for Sapphire. Yeah. One hundred twenty bucks. Yep. And then no, no, another, another six dollars for Emerald. For Emerald. Yep. So that's Ends up, up to one hundred eighty bucks. So we're, so it's so it's basically the same. So in breaks, that, breaks, it's basically the same, and you don't have to replay the game to get the new content. Yes. Mm. So for me, yeah. win. Yeah, it's it, a win. it works yeah. out fine. Yeah, I'm. I'm it's a win. <laughs> it, right. it is. It is perfectly in line with and technically, with, if you, it is perfectly yeah. in line with the way that games are currently developed, monetized. And consumed, and I feel like it's and not. I, th- done I, don't, it. I don't think it's overly exploitative. No. I think it's just. I think it's just a good, a, a fine, a fine I'm, thing. It's fine a with better DLC. model than what they were doing. Before. Yeah, I'm always okay with DLC as long as it's clearly advertised what it is. Mm. It's being, it's being targeted at a already complete game. Yeah, like it's not a broken game. They're trying to get extra money out of people, and they've clearly got on the box of being like, if you want this, you get these things. And they offers some kind of replayability, not like, hey, this is a skins pack. So yeah. What? Well, you know, content, I... a reasonable value for the content we've been promised, 30 bucks for two expansions. And it's, it's and pretty, it's... pretty well priced. Mm. And it's all, I found Sword and Shield. I've already played a ton of Sword and Shield and I'm, I'm having a good time. So an expansion is like, I'll pay, I'll pay more for that. It's fine. And it's not like um, yeah. they. Like nerf the exp rate in the game so that you were constantly having to level grind between sections and then wanted to sell you exp boosters. No, you know, like, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's 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 an expansion. It's, you know, it's, it's no it's, microtransactions. It's, yeah. there's no real scummy stuff yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's fine. When I originally predicted that the Pokemon would return, the the cut Pokemon would return via DLC. This is not what I meant. Yeah, this but is this is way that, better. Though, you got very close there. Yeah. On day one, you were like, "They're coming back with DLC." Yeah, yeah. they're coming back with DLC, when and I, you like immediately. And when the news came out, a few people on our Discord was like, "Well, Carl fucking called it, nailed it in one." <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll take credit for it, but this isn't actually what I meant. What I actually meant was that they were going to be like unlock Hoenn 
twenty dollars. Yeah, you know, and you yeah. get the yeah. Hoenn region. Yeah. yeah, or the Hoenn Pokedex. Or the Hoenn Pokedex. Pokedex. Yeah, all yeah. yeah. oh, right. Yeah. Which is that would be scummy. That, that would yeah. be scummy. really that, shit. That, That's that, what exactly I was expecting. Right. <laughs> so yeah. this has exceeded my expectations. No, yeah, like, fantastic new good region. Catch my old Pokemon and yeah. new region. All right, all right, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna step in right now because we are going hard on the time. Um, and we still have one more topic. I don't want to skip the topic, so yeah. let's move let's on co- to that let's topic. cover it, and then we will, and then I will do my editing magic and make this a listenable length. <laughs> so, last topic, and I, I believe this was something that we were quite hyped about when it got announced. Was it last year that it got? This yes. is probably going to oh, be my geez. game of the year for, for this, year. For this I, year. I can't see any way that it w- unless the game is a steaming pile of um, shit, Adam. Yeah. Final Fantasy VII R comes out this year. Dude, I am very excited for that game. <laughs> but I'm you're more excited, excited for this one? But Cyberpunk is... As we were talking about before, I like new experiences. I like the world. Okay. I love I love Final Fantasy VII. But I've played Final Fantasy VII... Several times. Multiple <laughs> times. <laughs> right, anyway, I love it dearly. Times. So we're talking about Cyberpunk 2077. Oh my god, I can't believe uh, so Cyberpunk. The new Cyberpunk theme... Jack me op- and Neo. Open world <laughs> RPG coming out from CD Projekt Red, developers yes. of The Witcher series. Okay. Also watch that show on Netflix. Holy yes. shit. It is the best show they have on Netflix currently. It is, it fantastic. is the best. This, anyway. Okay, so this game has a... Um, a lot of hype building behind it because The Witcher Three was incredibly well received. Mm. Yes, uh, it it's got a lot of hype building around it. It's got a huge budget. It's got celebrity um, um, actors, collabora- like voice collaborations, actors and whatnot. It's gonna be, it's going to be an event. Mm. It will be when a it comes when it comes out. Can you imagine? It was it Kyrie was a- Johnny Silverhands. Holy shit! It is Holy was shit. it is scheduled for March to come out in March this year. Except yes. it's not anymore because it's been delayed. September. Yeah. <laughs> So that's, but, so that's another that's another five months. Okay. It sucks, but that's fine. I mean, that's uh, five months, six months, some amount of months yeah. from March to September. Yeah, six yeah. months. Yeah. Six months, and not uh, great. So yeah, so not great. People are dis- were disappointed, but you know, perhaps maybe somewhat understanding. Mm. You know, big game, it's a big game, big game, big lots of content. Lots of content, lots of scope means well, lots of opportunity and, for things to for go wrong. And, and, yeah. and The Witcher, and I've been like. I started playing The Witcher three because I missed it totally. Yeah, I started playing it when I when the Netflix show got announced. Yeah, yeah, like a, eight months ago or something, and I played it for like 10, 15 hours, and was like, I am in still the opening it's chapters of starting. this game. You're just starting, <laughs> and yeah. I'm fifteen hours in. Yeah, so I do not have time. So this is the thing I think that it's differentiates a- CD yeah. Projekt's Red Red's approach to an open world RPG compared to other. Mm. Um, it's developers. Open. <laughs> it's open, and all the side quests have tons of effort put into them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And it's awesome traveling around doing all that stuff. I I love it. And I've gone back after watching The Witcher. I was like, I really should start playing Witcher Three again. Mm. And I continue playing it, and I love it. It's a great game. Um, and it the amount of effort that has gone into it is just immense. It's so mm. insane of how much of how much care has put been put into the game. And it's people often have said The Witcher Three is one of the best games of the last decade yeah. of the 2010s. One of the and, best games, and, the inter- and deservedly so. Mm. It's fantastic. The interesting thing that I find about it, The Witcher as a story mm. or as a game and a, and a series is it's a different way of telling a story as well. Mm. Like, it's not different. It's not like revolutionary and new, but it's not the usual, not the norm. And so I find that really interesting as well. So even in the game. In the series, how 
they go about depicting the story. And we were saying it's an open world, but there's obviously still a main story to it. Um, it that's that's a very interesting. So I'm curious to see if Cyberpunk will be of the same vein. Mm. And if it is, I can see why that is also a big aspect as to the sheer amount of effort and time that needs oh, to go I mean, into But you look at the graphical it. quality that what we've seen of mm. Cyberpunk 2077 versus the graphical quality of The Witcher 3. And mm. The Witcher 3 looks, it looks great. Mm. But there is a certain point where you're like, okay, it looks a little dated at this point. Mm. But often you go, well, listen, like, games of this size aren't always going to be the crispest of, like, the highest textures because there's so much to load and there's so much to, to focus on that they need to f- work on scale rather than they need to work on detail. Yeah. Um, and you see even stuff like with Red Dead Redemption, like, and Rockstar games in general. Mm. Like, the games are great and they look great, but you compare them to, like, the newest Call of Duty and they don't look as good yeah. because Call of Duty is one mission or, like, 10, mi- ten single-player missions and multiplayer where... Red um, Dead is, where Red is, Dead is like hundreds world. of hours of yeah. work. Yeah, like, yeah. Like it, it's to be and expected. The, the, map, the size of the, the maps is going to qual- be nuts. The quality of this, what we've seen of Cyberpunk 2077 yeah. looks like a Call of Duty game. Mm. And you're like, well, then how are you going to do this for hundreds of hours of content? Can you imagine? That is a lot. That is so much work. And the answer, you- answer is they're going to crunch. Yes. Can you, <laughs> can you imagine how big that game size like the file size for that it's game gonna like is going to be 300 gig or some like, shit down right now it's, it's, I'm like, it's blowing my mind that we get 80 gig games this one's going to come up like oh yeah you have you don't have enough space on your one terabyte much by cr- xbox i pretty much cried when i had to install like because i i borrowed the latest call of duty modern warfare mm. game is amazing by the way i it's will a, say it's actually good it is probably the best story they've ever maybe ever put in okay for, 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 the, right. the single player campaign is crazy good it's very good mm. but yeah it's a lot of fun but i was like cool download install and it was like god it was like 120 gig or some shit 120 it was, gigs it was yeah. insane it was it was the same size as currently with all of my expansions of destiny 2 right an MMO. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what yeah. the fuck? What have I downloaded? But yeah. So Cyberpunk's going to come out and it's going to be 500 gigabytes. Yeah. You're gonna, <laughs> it, it, it's going to take you multiple days to download on our Australian NBN oh, internet. Oh, it's going to be oh, insane. Boy. But yeah. Oh, so boy. unfortunately, the story here is that... Uh, so the delay, everyone... And then the reaction on Twitter was... I saw a few people responding to the to the um the the, 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 the CD project red statement on Twitter saying hey we have to delay this game for six months and I saw a lot of people saying well that's good uh, most people are fine with it most people mm. were just like cool that's you're putting like, in the okay. time to make this we a good game we would rather the game be polished and fun and one of the best games ever because the the standard uh, that CD project red gives us is mm. so immensely high <laughs> they've set a ridiculously high bar they have a and, pro- an almost problematically but, but high bar but the thing bar. is <laughs> and they achieved that and they've done that before though and they achieved those goals like mm. if the the amount the quality of the work they do is just impeccable so you're like well okay if we know that this game is going to be quality we would hate this game to be rushed and we would hate for you guys to release this game and say you know what we're not happy. We're not with happy it. with it. We're gonna mm. have to patch this in post. We're gonna yeah. have to do a whole bunch of stuff. We would rather just wait six months. Yeah. And I saw a few people being like, "I would much rather wait six months and make to ensure that um to make sure the game gets done well rather than having t- the next two months um up to the current release window now yeah. under ridiculous crunch periods." Yeah. Unfortunately, 
They got delayed by six months and they're still going to be crunching through it. Yeah. So, That's... this news is actually very new, I think, Carl. You going to... Yeah, like uh, over the last couple of days. Yeah, uh, they had they had a uh, an investor call mm. in which they had to confirm the delay, and somebody they were asked about whether they would be uh, whether the pressure had arrived because yes. they because normally they have a they haven't they have an anti crunch policy. Mm. See, uh, Project Red do. Yeah, yes, or well, at least well, not necessarily a it's forbidden, but it's not. It's not mandatory. It's, it's not like EA where they're like, you live here now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> where they say, like, listen, if you want to do your own hours. And we've worked at a lot of companies like this. They go, listen, we don't want people crunching. We don't want to do crunch. We need to. We might we need, need to. more effort. But like, it is not, and it's not required. It's not like I have to go home and see my family. And they're like, no. They're like, okay, like we're going to have to deal with it. Yeah. If you can spend the extra hours, we would appreciate it. But. Yeah, it's not something that we are going to mandate you do. So, like we've so, heard from so, EA and Rockstar. Yeah, so, and so all of us here in this room at the moment, we work in the IT industry. We've had to crunch before. We and have, and it, it sucks. sucks. It sucks so much. It's it not really fun. Does. It's the worst. <laughs> like I, I don't think I've ever been as run down as yeah. after a big crunch. And we like, should, and we should say it just this too. Drains you and so should, hard. How many projects have you been on versus how many projects you reckon as a percentage that you've crunched at the end? Oof. It's the vast minority. Vast minority. 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 Vast minority have had to, have, have had, had crunch. crunch. Yeah. Ben? Um, I'd say almost fifty fifty. Yeah. Actually, I think I think there's always a period with mine. Um, I I'd say probably, un, probably under fifty percent, mm. but close. That right up to release, you you just put pumping in, out. Uh, yeah, hours. You, I suppose, do, I suppose, you do. You do like we would like on a well managed project. We would have maybe some very minor crunch towards the end hmm. of yeah. maybe the last week instead of putting our regular 40 hour week in we might be doing 50 like, to 60, yeah, okay, 60 right. hours yeah okay Things which isn't it. great that's not great it is not the 100 hours that people in Rockstar had doing and that is that is a well managed project mm. and quite often we miss deadlines and we go listen we're not asking the team to work 80 hours a week you're going to have to wait no thing, things get a wait. bit things get a bit hairy even for the best managed projects yeah. just before release because Absolutely. people get nervous. That yeah. happens all the time. Exactly right. There's Last minute changes, something, something yeah. goes wrong. Yeah. And so, so and, and that happens and that is a software development thing. That yeah. is not and so from from what we do of business IT and applications and software development in that space, that still translates to the game industry very much so. Mm. Like no matter what, there's always things that come across last minute, and then you're always scrambling to get things done right under release. Always where, where the ga- where the gaming industry is different, and I think much worse is that, is that they actually start to factor crunch into their planning, into their planning. which is just dumb, which is yeah. awful. Because like, then what happens is when that plan slips, then instead of doing a little bit of ec- overtime, you end up doing six months of crunch. Yeah. So and, and the reason is is to cut down on is to effectively ship faster to pay your workers less because like a lot of these places don't even pay their overtime at like higher percentages. Yeah. And they just go, oh yeah, we're just going to keep paying you. Like you'll get more money, but like you'll have to, you'll get the same amount of money as you would in two weeks for doing two weeks worth of work in one week. There's no multiplier for you worked extra hours over your contract. There's no penalty rates. It's like deal with it. And the thing, and the problem, but, is, the, but yeah. the, it's it's just dumb because it's dumb. It's dumb for multiple reasons, but it's even dumb. Like even if you take the workers' well-being out of the question, you also it, get a worse product at the end. Yeah, of exactly. Every it's, time, it, it's, it's even dumb because it's not supported. It's not even supported by. It's not even well supported by management theory because if you if you 
people start losing productivity after they've been working for a certain amount of time. Yeah, it's absolutely. unavoidable. Yeah. Absolutely. Every time that we've gone on product on crunch, when we've released it after crunching on it, it has always been one of the worst quality pieces. Like it, and it has been like it's kind of done. Go. Like yeah. it's not like we're really happy with this. Like no, no product and that no we've point, released yeah, under crunch. No. And we no- have taken a step back and be like, that was a good project. Not even like that was really hard for us to do and has emotionally drained us that as well. Yeah. But it has been like that product is not the quality that we, we are not happy it is with never, that. Because yeah. the thing is, if you're at that point, you're never happy with how it releases. And that's, and that's the dangerous thing of being like, if you're more, and that, that might be from thinking, like when you think about it, like, cause you have such a negative experience with yeah. it. Yeah. But but at the same time as well, like there's a no, stu- no, no. this stuff that no, this right. quality assurance that you're just like, cool, QA goes out the fucking window because yeah. we need to get this. You just done. need to get it out the door. You cut corners. You <laughs> yeah. f- stop testing thoroughly. You're just like, it just needs to happen. And when you're cutting corners like that, that's when shit just gets worse. <laughs> the, yeah. the code review bar goes from is it well is it well designed, well written, and well covered to does, does it, it work? work? Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. Absolutely. It works. Good. Yeah. Move on to the next thing. <laughs> and, and the unfortunate thing between our industry and the game um, and the game development industry is that our industry has the luxury of being really high de- uh, um, high supply mm. and high demand. So there's so much demand in our industry that actually, sorry, the supply for really highly trained um, uh, specialists is mm. quite low to find, but demand is really high. So. If I'm not happy at my job, I can be like, listen, I'm not crunching. I'm not going to do that. And then they can go, well, we need you to. And I said, well, then I'm going to quit. And they can't afford me because I, and I have the luxury of being able to quit my job and get a job somewhere else about a week later. Very quickly. And that's not a problem. A week, a week later? I can, yeah. Is that, is that, an, is that an overstatement? Um, depending on the industry you're in, sometimes it takes people longer. Mm. But depending on the specialization, sometimes it's honestly that fast. There you go. You can just yeah. go for an interview and get a job immediately. It might not be your favorite job, but you can, but you can, you can be employed there. almost immediately. Like it's very fast. Mm. Um, and even when you're doing your serving your notice, you can be going interviews and finding stuff. It's it's quite like the demand is that high in certain areas of mm. our industry. Yeah. In in um, unfortunately in the game development industry, it's the complete opposite where there's heaps of supply and there's little demand. Well, mm. I mean, they, I, they can be like we. When I, when I was in high school, I was like, I want to make games. Same. Yeah. You my, know? my major, my that, my, my major, my bachelor game yeah. is is in game development. Yeah. There you go. And yet. I was like, I got to look at the industry and went and look at the requirements I, I, of getting into the industry. Yeah. And I was like, hell I think no. that was the case with all of us because we, all, no. we went to the same uni. We did the same degree. And then like... Well, I mean, the, I, I didn't. No, but yeah. Like, so me, Adam, Ryan, Jamie, and a bunch of us from uh, Mulungong, um, we did the same degree. And then within a year or right. two, it was like, oh... The games industry is not the place to be. Let's just stick to the software aspect well, of lot, it. Well, it's a lot of fun and we learned a lot. And I was always, I've always kind of thrown was, around the idea of like... It was enjoyable, maybe, but it's maybe, not like, for a job. Trying to pick up and build your own little game yeah. in your own spare time and stuff. Like all that, all those skills are stuff that we have. But I was just like... This, it's, it's not no. a good career move, Because like the demand is so... is The, 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 the amount res, um, requested of you is so much mm. and the amount of remuneration they give you like the amount they pay you is so little comparatively is so little because they're just like we'll just give this job to anyone because you all want this job mm. so we can just pay you bare bones and you'll take it and mm. you'll like it 
And <laughs> if we give you crunch, fuck you're gonna it. Take it and you're gonna you, love you, it. You can't quit because yeah. where else she gonna go? Like you're gonna have to battle somewhere else. And guess what? Every game company does this. Yeah. So it's um, it's a really hard situation, especially being in Australia as well with such a oh. small um, footprint in the game industry. Move um, to it's, Melbourne. It's growing. Basic, well, basically, over the last couple of years, well, it's definitely the, improved. The, the Victorian state government has actually done a lot of initiatives yeah. to improve game development yeah. in Victoria. Nowhere else in Australia has done it. So, game development in New South Wales is pretty much no, doesn't exist. Pretty much yeah. non-existent. Yeah. yeah. Um, in Melbourne, oh, it doesn't exist ever since um the that one studio we had in Bondi shut uh, down. Team Bond. Uh, yeah. uh, team Team Bondi. Yeah. Yeah. Team Bondi. And they um they actually did um. Uh, uh, L.A. Noir. L.A. Noir, yeah, that's right. Which yeah. is a great game. That's mm. a great game. But um, but yeah, yeah, they're not there anymore. They're not there. They're gone. <laughs> now, uh, the, funnily, en- funnily enough, the big... Um, <laughs> I agree that the uh, industry is very much centred around Melbourne, but it's actually really funny that the... Uh, the game that's... The, the Australian game that's been a big international breakout success over the last couple of years, Hollow Knight, was actually de- developed in Adelaide. Really? Yeah. 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 So, Team Cherry, again. Yeah. and But I would also say the most recent breakout game... Is oh, untitled, untitled Goose I Game. I forgot about that. And that is Melbourne. Yeah, okay. Fair, fair. Yeah. Mel- Melbourne, <laughs> Melbourne, do- Melbourne does a lot of yeah. those really it's good like small, small indie, indie games. Small indie games, that's yeah. What, like Untitled have- Goose Game, that's what they really do well in. Yeah. And because they, there's a lot of grants. This is getting inside baseball. <laughs> more, but more, this is like... More like Untitled Meme Game. Yeah. But it, it, it basically, they do a lot of... There's a lot of small indie startup game mm. companies because of the grant funding and the way that the funding the, works yes. in Victoria. Yeah. So there's a lot of really cool, really fantastic small indie games coming out of Melbourne. Where like, if you're gonna get a game development place in 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 New South Wales or in like in South Australia or Western Australia or any of the other states, is basically going to be probably a branch of a much larger company yes. or a mm. larger game studio making a bigger game because. Yes. Because and, like and, cities, metropolitan, but, we can hire lots of people. But, well, but yeah, but why would you, if you were coming in from overseas to do something like that, why would you set it up in Sydney? There's no fucking devs the, here. There's no point. Yeah, there's <laughs> absolutely no point. No, I'm sorry. There's no game devs here. There's plenty yeah. of regular devs. <laughs> well, okay, so the, the industry interesting. There's plenty of people with curious. game development game development majors like myself that never used it. So I'm so sure no, that if you really wanted to put no, a studio, no, no, you no, can no, find people. Right, no, no, All no. of these people have got game development degrees and just went fuck that and went to work in, so, in so business. That's gonna be my question, right? <laughs> but like, how how much of a leap is it to go from regular software development to game development? Like. I know it's not going to be, uh, oh, okay, let's just get 10 software developers and get them rolling to make a game. Um, but I think there's at least a level of overlap. So it is If you're a good doable. developer that knows good software patterns and is skilled in software design and management, like all of us are, then you could learn. Of course, it would take years and years to get to the point of being good at yeah. that specialization. Don't get me wrong. I'm, 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 sure that specialization. Specialization. I'm sure that there would be a place for it, you. Yeah. But the thing is, a lot of the things that are used by the big triple... A lot of the positions in a big triple A team mm. are things that are very specific to game development, yeah. such as 3D model designer. Physics engine. F- physics engine specialist. Animator, rigger, level 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 designer. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. So so it's like from a technical perspective, any developer could get to that point with a bit of training and effort and whatnot. I... But it would not be viable for any business to go. Okay, there's a bunch of developers in Sydney. You couldn't get let's an IT consultancy and just say you're making a game. Let's now. make like, a game. No, 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 no. 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 Uh, yeah, absolutely not. Okay, cool. 
Makes sense. All right, anyway, so but, so Cyberpunk's so getting delayed the and, they're, and they're crunching. So F's in chat for all the people working for CG Project yeah. Red. And, and Thank, thankfully, though, that they did kind of put on the call that that it was not something that they had wanted to do or planned mm. to do. And it does seem like in this case that management is trying to take steps to lessen the amount the of crunch impact. that they do yeah. and say, listen... We do. We will be needing to put extra hours in there, and there will be pressure to put extra hours on there because the game needs to come out. And this is more of a perspective of like people feeling the pressure to get the things done. Mm. It doesn't. It definitely does not look like City Project Red is. Maybe there'll be an expose article on them in <laughs> four, month, four months' time. <laughs> about yeah. how shitty a place but, it is to but, work. Yeah. But generally, <laughs> like, like there has been about almost literally every everyone. other developer. But it. But it seems at this point though that they're. They're saying we are not making this mandatory. These are not policy decisions of you're all working 18 hours and you can't see your family and you're working seven days a week. Mm. Like with there have been actual policies in, impl- in implemented different places, Bioware and Rockstar and a whole bunch of yeah. places, which just just like you're working here. And if you don't, like someone's like, I'm sick. And they're like, we don't give a fuck. Come in. If, like, you are, if you're awake and you're not here, you're fired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and so, and this does not seem to be the case here. Th- that, that's the case. Yeah. It does unfortunately seem that something has very badly gone wrong in their management because all six of a sudden, months, you, six don't, months you, of don't crunch time. Your, you don't delete, you don't delay your product by six months and then say, and it's also six months of overtime mm. now and not be like that, that so that's what's like wrong. effectively a year maybe yeah. of like we're behind More the schedule by a year yeah what the fuck happened Something, something's gone wrong now 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 they've delayed it by six months and you know what else comes out around that time the new generation yeah i thought about that because <laughs> um that's september and then new game is uh, new consoles are christmas kind so of... no probably november yeah yeah late november like, December. It, there's a few months difference but this is this is gonna be this one of the, the last this games will be, of the generation well, this will be mm. the last flagship the, yeah. the last big title of the generation yeah. so is that gonna affect initial sales are people just gonna go well the ps5 is coming out in three months i'm gonna play it on that potentially i, I hope but not. The X, so we don't know for sure. There's been a lot of talking about the PlayStation, and there's been a lot of talk about the backwards compatibility of the new PlayStation. And the rumors currently are that it will be backwards compatible with every PlayStation, which is fucking nuts. Okay, yeah. given let's let's let's. But if that's the case, people I, be like, "Well, I'll buy it now, and then I'll just play, just it. play it." Yeah, on but the okay. Well, what, PlayStation what, Five. Hold up. Yep. There is a massive jump between the fidelity of possible on the xbox one and so the playstation 4 to what's being purported for the new generation for the series X like and the they thing. have yeah that's true like the difference between the di- it's multiple orders of magnitude more cpu and graphics power in those new machines mm. yes okay do and you do you just wait and buy the next gen version which will have better fidelity potentially but they're going to be going like crazy to get this version the the current version out. I'm just so I don't know how long it's going to take for them to be like we're going to do a new remastered. Version. I'm just it I'm might just, be another year and a half. You re- mm. you reckon it'll be that long? I'm just saying there might. I'm just saying there might be. If how long if did it take GTA Five? Because GTA Five was in the same position where it was. I it don't. Was, I don't remember. It was yeah, one no, of the GTA last. GTA Five took a while. GTA Five was the last major title on the 360 PS4 yeah. PS3, mm. and people were like, 
Why am I? We have the same conversation. Why should we buy it here? We're gonna buy the same. We're gonna buy GTA Five on on the new consoles. New consoles, yeah. Well, I'm just gonna wait, and it took like over it a year, took, like a year and a half, took some time. Like yeah, eighteen months later. Yeah, they, like it was, it was good. Like they introduced. It was like, great. And yeah, they did a whole bunch they of stuff. They added things to it, but it took some so time. In, so, um, I think I personally am going to be looking to get it on PC. But that's for that reason, reason. you might be like, I'm just gonna buy it on PC. Mm. Yeah, I will probably buy it on. Xbox mm. and just yeah, buy it and play through there. In saying that though, like I I see. can't I can't see myself waiting yeah. to be like I'm gonna wait for the the the, for the re-release. Next. Fuck no, I'm gonna wait for the Switch release. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's never coming. Three hundred hey, gigabyte game. Hey, Witcher, Witcher came out. Yeah, that was apparently massively downscaled though. Hey? Yeah, pro- mm-hmm. I, I don't know oh it would have it. to be. Apparently, Witcher three is great on Switch. Oh, actually, technically. People have been complaining about the, the technical implementation of that, but the idea that you can play Witch on Switch is amazing. Yeah. That's fantastic. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, we have been going for a little while. It's yeah. been fantastic um, catching up, getting back into the swing of the podcast. Thank you all very much for joining us. And if you've stayed with us this entire time, much love. Thank you very much. Um, but our usual sort of wrap up, jump onto Discord. Um, we, we love our, our little community there. Mm. Any questions, any thoughts, any Thing you're curious about if you want to jump into D, if you want to just talk about any of the games that you love if you want to tell us about your favorite game of 2019 um jump onto there let us know um feel free to add it in the comments in the videos whatever platform you're on just give us some feedback and we're, we're always happy to take that on um but as adam mentioned earlier on we're looking to spice things up change things up a yeah. little bit so stay tuned for that whatever that may be um, we'll, we'll hopefully get that across to you guys soon Please feel um, free to uh, join our Discord And tell me why I'm wrong about everything that I've said in this podcast <laughs> um, And also we're going to attempt to stream So we'll see how that goes And hopefully that'll be, that'll be more entertainment That we'll be throwing your way yes. So once more, thank you very much guys Lovely to be back in the new year And lovely to be talking to you guys again um, And hopefully we'll keep this going Thanks guys okay, Bye Bye, bye. 69. <sighs> <laughs> huh.